When you need advice on beauty, who are you gonna call? Beauty Call with Janice McQueen. Janice is easy and loves to have casual yet informative conversations on sex, beauty, love, fashion, work-life balance, diet, fitness, nutrition, relationship, and life's ups and downs. Join the Beauty Call podcast and learn inside secrets to true beauty. Hey guys, it's Janice McQueen and I'm back with Beauty Call Podcast. That's right, you heard it. I am bringing back the original name. We started Beauty Call Podcast back in May of 2019 and three years later, here I am bringing back the original name and the original mission of telling stories about beauty inside and out. So you're going to hear all kinds of conversations, beauty tips and tricks, and the authenticity of the beautiful people that are in this world today. So if you want to be on my show, make sure you go to JaniceMcQueen.com and contact me through that contact page with your email and cell phone, as well as what you want to talk about, what you want to share on this show. I'm sitting here with my cat, Hallie, and she has really helped me through this last year. It's been a very difficult year for me. And I think like most of us during the pandemic, we've gone through some difficult times. And I'm a different person than I was three years ago. I'm a different person having gone through this pandemic and all the things that I've gone through. And I'm going to share some of the things that I've gone through throughout this year on our podcast. So I would love to hear your stories of triumph. I'd love to hear your stories of victory. I would love to hear your stories of survival and frustration. Whatever you have to share, the world wants to hear it. So let's begin our journey again on Beauty Call Podcast. And there's no subject that is taboo. You can share anything with me. But today's guest, she's pretty amazing. I cannot wait for you to meet her. She's Brandy Babin. She's Ms. United States. And I had to bring her on because she has fought a long battle and she has reclaimed herself as a strong, independent woman. She is a mother. She is Ms. United States. And she is an author of the Reclaim Journal. She has overcome so much. And if you want to rise above your battles, if you want to triumph and to be successful and to be a survivor, this is an episode to listen to. Let's get started. So I am really excited to have Brandy Babin on the show. Welcome to the show, Brandy. You're Ms. United States, and I know you have a lot to share with us today. I do. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you're a busy mom. You've got your two kiddos there with you, and you're heading out to an event. So I know what that's like to juggle it all. So that's what you've been doing since last October. You were crowned, and now you're juggling it all. So why don't you share with us a little bit about what you're juggling and all the things you've got going on? It's exciting. It is exciting. Yes, I am a single mom with four kiddos. So four. they're all oh, wow. young, too. Yes, <laughs> I have two with me today. Two of them are with their dad. Um, this event, I figured I probably shouldn't have all four. <laughs> it's hard to wrangle four toddlers. So, and their ages are from eight to two. So they're just very young. Um, yes, we have a lot of fun, but it is hard. I, 
I am definitely praising all single moms and all moms with multiple children. Actually, even one child is hard. So give -hmm. yourselves grace, mamas, because it is hard, hard, hard work. And you usually don't get appreciated until they're in their 20s. (laughs) (laughs) And even then, not necessarily. (laughs) I know, right? So yes, I I love being a mom. And um, I'm not your typical mom. I don't love cooking. Um, I don't clean a whole lot. But I make a lot of memories. So we go do a lot of things. I don't Mm -hmm. give them a lot of material things, but we just make memories. So I feel like there's not really a cookie cutter good mom in the world, even though society and and maybe media would have you believe that. So I would just say be your best self. And that's when you're going to be your best mom. So that's what I'm working on. Um, As far as busy life, I have a bookkeeping business I started a year ago. So working that full time and then um, joined the pageant just for networking reasons. I had a story to tell and I had a dream of publishing a journal to help women fall back in love with themselves and discover what about themselves they could fall in love with. Because sometimes we don't even know what we love about ourselves and we need help discovering that. So I went through a pretty rough patch about nine years. Um, My self-value was torn down to absolute zero. And then over the course of five years, I built it back up. And so everything that I used to build myself up, I put into this journal to have a guide for myself and a guide for other women who were asking me, Hey, how did you do that? And then I would tell them some things and they're like, you should write that down. You should make a book. So Mm. I just took the lead on that. But I didn't, you know how when you want to write a book and then you're like, oh, but there's so many out there already. And I'm just me. Like, who's going to want to listen to me? And so when I did the pageant, fully did not expect to win. I was so in awe of all of my fellow contestants. They are amazing women. And I've heard that about pageants. Do a pageant, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be floored by who you meet. And I was. And so the fact that I actually won was just, it was a dream I didn't even know I wanted. So mm-hmm. it was fabulous. And then that my platform was, I promise as your reigning queen, I will publish this journal and I will get it into the hands of the women who need it. So when I won, I was like, oh, shoot, I have to actually do this now. <laughs> so it was almost like that quantum leap that I was dreaming of that pushed me to do it much quicker than I would have without the pageant. So now this journal is is published and it's out. I've um, I've sold 140, and there's been about 80 donated to women's domestic violence shelters, to um, sur- uh, suicide survivors in a model mm-hmm. runway show, which was really cool. And then there's a safe house for trafficked women that there were journals donated to. So it's really cool to see it all come together. Wow! And your journal is called the Reclaim Journal. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll make sure we have that link in our show notes. Um, but they can they buy it on Amazon? They can get on Amazon. It's cheaper on my website just because Amazon charges so much to publish it or it to does. sell it, I guess. But yeah, so my website is reclaimjournal.com. And so yes, Amazon or website. Okay, great. Yeah, I, I know I have a book on Amazon too, and I and I get it. It's so expensive, it the upcharge, and so it's better to get it, you know, from the actual author <laughs> themselves. Right. I guess it's like paying for marketing because it's a bigger platform, mm. but still, I'm like, oh, that's a hit. <laughs> yeah, and just so you know, Amazon takes most of the money. We don't get a whole lot, do we? Right. <laughs> no, we Amazon. no, no. It's all no. for the good of helping other people. When you when you it write is. a book that way, 
Yes. Yeah. You're already wow. like bringing your price down just to make it um, achievable for so many women. And then Amazon's like, here, yeah, I'm going to take know. the rest. <laughs> I'm going to take it all. So let's, let's break it down. I know it's a lot to talk about and you know, you don't have to share what you're not ready to share, but let's talk about what you went through. What okay. happened to you and how did you reclaim yourself? Right. You know, it's hard talking about it, especially because I'm not sure if there's any of you that have had psychological or emotional abuse in a relationship. But Mm -hmm. part of being abused in that way is when you leave and you start to tell your story, tons of threats come in from your abuser. If you tell your story, I will sue you for defamation. Um, You know, there's stuff that he put in the court order saying that I can't talk about it on social media. So it's very weird what I can and cannot say. So I don't say a lot about the abuse, but if you are feeling like you are going crazy or like somebody is making you feel like you're worthless, or maybe you don't even realize that it's them that's making you feel that way. But if you're in a relationship and you feel worthless or unloved, there is something wrong. And there are numbers you can call and people you can ask, just ask questions like, am I being abused? I don't even know. Like, I think I am, but then he can be so nice or she can be so nice and then everything's great. And then, and then once it's bad again, it got, it was so slow of a progression. You don't even realize that you're there until you like wake up one morning and you're like, what is this life I'm living in? Mm -hmm. I don't even know how I got here. Can you define, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask you if you can define abuse. I've talked to many people on my podcast also was a coach myself and, And just being a woman and out in the world, I've talked to many women and men that have gone through different types of abuse, but can you yourself define what abuse is? Because I don't think, just like what you said, not everybody realizes that they're in an abusive relationship. So let's define that. I would say, and I'm, uh, this is not a clinical definition or a Webster definition. Mm -hmm. I would say abuse to me is if you're around a person and you feel like you're not enough for them or like you're not performing well enough to gain their approval or if you are feeling drained or um, like they're better than you and you'll never live up to that or if you're scared to leave them because it might be worse if you leave than it is if you stay. Those are all things that I thought in my head, like, wow, I'm just never going to be good enough, am I? Or Mm -hmm. I'm scared to leave because if he's this bad when I'm with him, imagine how it's going to be if I leave. And that, and that really happened. It did get worse when I left. At the Mm -hmm. same time, my self value and self image was way better. So the abuse continued, and it got worse. But my my self love and my self value soared, you know, and that they don't your abusers don't like seeing that. So of course, they're going to abuse more. But um, yeah, I and I would just say if you have any feeling like you are not loved in your relationship, like you are not enough in your relationship, call, there's an abuse hotline, or you can text start start to 88. Oh, I think 88788. You can just Google um, national domestic violence and just ask questions. I think abuse comes in many forms um, and in many types of relationships. And I think sometimes we, and, you know, just, we just, we think that we're not worthy of, 
of that love, I guess, I guess is what you, maybe you went through and you had to use it nine years of, of feeling like you weren't enough or you weren't loved. And you had to finally make a decision for yourself and for your children and, and continue on. So how did you then, and tell us a little bit of a, give us a sneak peek of your, your journal. How did you then start to reclaim who Brandy is and who Brandy was? How did you get that back? Right. Oh, that's a good story. <laughs> I'll try not to talk too long about it. But, um, you know, I remember distinctly telling him, I, I don't know why you married me. You obviously don't love me. And he couldn't even tell me a reason why he loved me, articulate it. And I was like, wow, this is not okay. And then I got to the point where um, I was in such a low place that I admitted to my OBGYN, I'm having thoughts, scary ones, and I want to see about medication. And because I said that, she sent me over to the ER and said, the fastest way you're going to see a psychologist is to go to the ER. Well, I didn't realize what that meant. Uh, I thought maybe I'd just get an appointment. (laughs) But no, they put me on a hold and I went to a mental hospital. So that was... Um, that hurt my ego. It made me feel like a criminal because I literally was held against my will. They would not let me leave. They stripped me of my clothing. They put me in paper scrubs and I had a son that was three months old. So I was breastfeeding. So I was leaking all over these paper scrubs. They took my kids from me. I had to have a friend come get them. And then they took me in a cop car where I couldn't even open the door or unbuckle myself. They had to do everything for me. And made me strip down and turn circles. It was the scariest thing ever. Um, And I'm not saying that to scare people. Don't, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. But yeah, it was intense. (laughs) It was intense. So um, it was scary to me. And I guess I didn't realize I needed the help. But they did release me early. I wasn't to the point of needing that. Actually, the counselor was like, you probably didn't need to come here. But um, I'm glad I did because... The psychologist did say, like, you need something that's your own, something that's away from the house, away from your family that you just have that's just yours. And so I started a Mary Kay business just to have that. I've always loved Mary Kay products. So I was like, well, if I can get them half off and do this, that'll be great. (laughs) And I'm sure many people know about Mary Kay, but this self-development program they have is fabulous. And so through that program where they teach you to how to set goals that are realistic and then how to grind through and be consistent and make them happen. So through that program, I was, you know, selling a lot. I was winning prizes. I was, um, I guess earning is the right word is earning prizes. I became one of the top 1% of the company in sales and earned a diamond ring. And even through all of this, the feedback I got at home was, well, the standards they set are pretty low. So if you want to be number one in kind of a low, you know, small pond, then kudos to you, I guess. But is that who you really want to be? You know, it's just, there was nothing I could do that was approved or, or um, uplifted. And so through Mary Kay and through those mentors that I had, and they pointed me to different books, and I took things from different books. I just, I rose above it. And I started to see the toxicity and I started to demand respect. And if I didn't get it, I slept in a different room. I stayed at a different house. Um, But some of the exercises that really helped that I put in my journal, the first thing is to make a list about yourself 
of what you don't like and what you do like about you. And the interesting thing about the do like list is women find it very hard to fill that list. And there's only like 11 spots. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you can't think of 11 things you love about yourself. And I, I was there, so I get it. But it just is so sad because women are, um, I had a friend say just this morning, women are majestic. Like we are fabulously amazing at what we do every day and the kind of people we are. And so just to not be able to list 10 things, 11 things that you love about yourself breaks my heart. Wow. But um, so I have that. Um, and then there's a part, my favorite part, I do Kintsugi events where we break a bowl and then we mend it with gold luster in the lacquer. And it's so beautiful. And it's about appreciating and embracing your brokenness and not hiding it but displaying it and telling people this is what makes me who I am it makes me unique and it's part of why I'm so beautiful because we learn so much from brokenness so there's part of that um, that I go into at those classes that is what are you saying to yourself like positive talk is probably the thing that got me through the most especially when I had so much negative feedback around me Mm -hmm. and um Yeah. So my exercise is if you wouldn't say it to a five-year-old little girl, you shouldn't be saying it to yourself Mm -hmm. because you still are that five-year-old that you used to be when you used to look in the mirror and dance and smile and giggle. You're still her. You've just been beat down through life's experience a little bit, but she's still in there and she still deserves to be talked to with encouragement and love. Mm-hmm. And you can be assertive with her. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you need to get it together. This is this is your time and, and you're not doing what you said you were going to do. So let's go. Let's go. Like, how would you talk to your five year old? That's how you should talk to yourself, you know. So that's that's the biggest thing I love in the journal. I love that. And the you learn so much from being, you know, broken pieces. You learn so much from being broken is so true. I think so many of us have been broken during this time in the world the last couple of years. I know I have, I've gone through a lot as many people have gone through a lot and it's different things. And it sounds to me like your journal can help so many more beyond the domestic violence, beyond the hurt. If you've gone through anything where you feel as if you have been broken and you need to mend and become who you can be and who you were, or even better, who you want to be. It sounds like this will help you get there. Yes, and re- Just absolutely. reclaim yourself. I love that. And it sounds like you're in a better place now. You know, you've gone oh through gosh, yes. a divorce and now you are, you are you and you are Ms. United States and you're making an impact in the world. And, and that's, that's got to feel great, right? It's amazing. I think the biggest breakthrough I had was when my therapist was like, okay, I really don't think you need me anymore. So can we graduate you so that I can (laughs) um, actually be a part of this reclaim journey? Because as your therapist, I can't be a part of it. But if you graduate, I can be a part of what you're doing. So the fact that my therapist was like, you're healthy, you need to do brain spotting, you'd be great at it, you need to be a coach, and I want to be a part of this. I'm like, what? Oh my gosh, okay. That's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I want, yeah. I want, that's wonderful. I love that. And I do, I did look it up. I just want to share with everyone that it is, that is true. You want to text start to 88788. So you had that right. Perfect. So if you're in a, an abusive relationship, no matter, even if you think, oh, this probably isn't abuse, but if you have any feeling at all, after listening to what we've said, what Brandy has said, no matter how small, no matter what type of relationship it is, 
text START to 88788, or you can call a toll-free number 800-799-7233. And if anything, you can get information and find out if you're truly in that type of relationship and how to get out of that relationship, how to take care of you so that you can take care of others and reclaim yourself. So those are the numbers yes. that are available. And I'll put that in the show notes as well, as well as the, the link to your journal and how to buy that directly from your website and how to contact and follow you. Wonderful. So, so let's um, let's talk about something fun. I know that you're the mom of four and you're doing all kinds of events. You're in an event today. How has it been being Ms. United States? Oh, it's so fun. It is so fun. I, I think one of my favorite memories was when my daughter came home from school and she said, mom, I told everybody that my mom is the queen of America. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fun. Anyway, so my daughter's super proud of me. She's taken over the state crown because I have the national crown now. So Uh Emma has claimed the state crown as her own. (laughs) And so she's interested in pageants next year when she's old enough. Um, Mm. And I think my favorite part of um, being Miss United States is honestly crowning the little girls Mm -hmm. when they see me in my crown and sash and my dress and their eyes are just like, wow, what is that? Mm -hmm. And then when I'm like, do you want to wear my crown? And they just look at me. They don't even know what to say. But when I put it on, it's almost like their posture just straightens and they just... I don't know. It's a change. Something about the crown, even in older adults, when I'm giving them their the crown, they're like, oh, wow. Oh, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. This makes me want to stand straighter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I think the sharing the power of the crown is probably my favorite part. Yeah, it does give your 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 posturing and your gait and how you feel your presence. It just elevates it, doesn't it? It really it does. does. It yes. elevates it. And that's a wonderful thing. And I know that you guys have a great sisterhood and have been traveling and went to Nashville most recently. Oh my gosh, yes. That's um, an exciting, it's exciting. You know, for those of you out there listening that have not been part of pageantry as yet, you're in a different, maybe in a different field. It's it's hard to explain, but it does it does make you feel different. And it also, it can help you with your message. It can also help you heal. It is something that helps you reclaim who you are being part of the pageant industry. And, you know, you started it because you wanted to network, but look what you found from it. You were able to find better uh, amplified voice, yes. uh, sister Queens friendships that are unexpected, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. And so invaluable. Just the caliber of women. I'm just floored. I just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. And all, all walk of age, you know, all walks of life, all ages, you know, from the youth all the way to, to, you know, older women, pageantry is for everyone. So Absolutely. before we, we um, end our time together, Brandy, is there anything that you would like to share or add to our conversation? You know, real quick, I noticed how you said all kinds of relationships. I do want to point out there can be abuse in, um, relationships with your parents, your friends, your coworkers, your boss. It's not just uh, a partner for life. So I just wanted to add that in. You can call that number for any relationship mm-hmm. that you're questioning. But yeah, if I were to add anything, just um, just don't be afraid to take risks because life is just so short and happiness is so rare. And don't be afraid to fail because 
anybody who's got a really great story and a lot of success failed multiple times. And all they do is use the failure as a lesson learned, an opportunity to grow and just learn how you want to, um, how you want to proceed. Beautiful. Well, I will make sure that we'll have all ways of reaching you on our show notes, but how can people follow you on Facebook and Instagram? Facebook, you can go to at Reclaim Journal, and that is the same for Instagram. Um, my personal at Brandy.Babin, I do most of the posting on that just because it's already has a lot of followers, mm-hmm. but either one. And then at Ms. United States, I think it's official Miss United States for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll put the links in there. So make sure to follow Brandy, follow her journey. Buy Reclaim Journal. I know I'm going to buy mine because I, I want to reclaim. Believe it or not, me, I have to reclaim some of me too. Um, some of the broken yes. pieces uh, have made me a better person. So I want to reclaim more. So thank you so much. It was so great talking with you and getting to know you a little bit better. I'm so excited to share your story and your message of hope to everyone listening. Thank you, Janice. You're an inspiration. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Beauty Call Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love for you to review my show and share this with your friends and family. If you or someone you know would like to be on my show, just contact me at JaniceMcQueen.com. Until next week, stay beautiful inside and out.